Well, good afternoon to you, Joe, and uh, welcome to Brooklyn's Radio. It's really nice to have you on this afternoon. And uh, for all our listeners, Joe Campion is from the National Deaf Children's Society, and uh, she's going to talk about all the wonderful work that the society does and all the ways they help um, children. So let, let's start off with, uh, first of all, maybe you'd like to give us a little bit of background into yourselves, Joe. Hello there. Yes, so um, we're the National Deaf Children's Society and we're the leading charity um, for um, families with deaf children. And we believe that in creating a world without barriers for those deaf children so that they can thrive. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, as I say, for coming on this afternoon. And uh, what actually does the charity do? So we um, provide a, a free helpline for families. Um, and another uh, other range of activities. Ninety um, percent of deaf children are actually born to hearing families, so they've got no previous experience of deafness, and so this can come as quite a shock that first diagnosis. So we provide all sorts of support, ranging from um, sort of practical with activities and weekends, but also information, um, emotional support, and we also challenge governments and society to meet their needs, because um, we believe that every deaf child should be valued and included in society and have the same opportunities as other children. Excellent. Well, that, that sounds like sterling work that you do. And um, what actually, uh, um, could you tell us a little bit more about the childhood deafness, how, how it affects children um, who, who can't hear? Yes, of course. There are, there are around um, sort of 50,000 deaf children across the UK. Um, I believe there are uh, sort of over 800 in Surrey. Um, half of deaf children are born deaf and the other half develop deafness during their childhood. As I've said, many of their families have no experience of deafness um, and they, it can be caused by complications during pregnancy or premature uh, babies. Um, but we, we focus more on supporting the families and giving them the information they need to make the right choices for deaf children, um, be it from welfare um, benefits to education support, making sure that they're in the right schools, um, uh, also, we have things like a technology loan service where we um, loan uh, the latest kit for deaf children out to families so they can try it out without having to splash out on really expensive bits of kit to find out that it doesn't really work for them. Excellent. Um, yeah, that's just a, a sort of a range of the, of the things that we, we provide um, and a little bit about childhood deafness itself. Excellent. Well, it sounds like you're doing a lot of very, very good work. So you said that people or children can actually try out the equipment before uh, they they actually start uh, uh, the support by you. Is that is that the way it works? That, that's right. Yes, and we also sort of um, we push, as I said, um, local and central government to um, provide for deaf children to make sure that they have the right gear in schools so that they can hear their teachers and so that they can follow the classroom. Um, uh, like other children um, we do things like campaigning um, at the moment we're running a campaign about radio aids which is a piece of it's also backed like a microphone um, a teacher can use it and it cuts out background noise um, and directly inputs into the child's hearing aids this can be a really valuable piece of equipment um, but many local authorities still don't provide it for children um, in the run up to starting school and we know that it's in those early years when children are learning language that it's really important that they get all that input that they can. Um, so we're sort of pushing um, local authorities to provide these. 
Excellent. Oh, well, that's very good. I mean, I think that's really important work that you do. And, of course, uh, another part of the uh, work that you do is helping uh, deaf children and their parents. And uh, maybe you'd like to talk a little bit about the support that you give to parents. Yes, so parents um, come to us um, following a diagnosis, and we have a, a free phone helpline that they can call. Um, for, for any of your listeners out there that have recently had the diagnosis, that the helpline number is 0808-800-8880. Um, and we can provide, again, at the beginning, it's usually emotional support. But after that, we've got a range of information, um, which gives them really good impartial advice on what the choices they have for their children, how they're going to communicate with them, what's the best, best place for them at school, what equipment they need to use and things like that. Excellent. Would you like to repeat that number? I didn't quite catch the number, so maybe our listeners didn't either. So maybe just repeat it again for help for the parents of deaf children. Yes, absolutely. I mean, they can go online um, and just Google the National Deaf Children's Society, but our helpline number again is 0808-800-8880. Excellent. Great stuff. Well, we'll certainly repeat that towards the end of the interview because that's really an important thing, especially if parents have a deaf children or not completely aware of how much they, they hear. Uh, that might be useful to get in touch with you. And um, what sort of things do you campaign about? That That's, again, important. Yeah, so um, we campaign on a range of things, access to technology, as I've said, around radio aids, um, we've been trying to make sure that all areas provide them for, for deaf children in their very early years. Um, another example of a campaign that we've been running with uh, central government is we'd like to see the introduction of a British Sign Language GCSE because um, around 10% of deaf children use British Sign Language and yet they're not able to get a GCSE in that. Um, and for them, for those children, um, English can be quite difficult um, so it's, it's one of those things we'd like to see a BSL GCSE so that they can really excel in their own language. Um, we are also um, about to start a campaign on subtitled cinema, trying to make sure that deaf children can go to the cinema with their hearing friends and get to see the latest blockbusters um, and just, just making sure that deaf children are included in society and have all the opportunities that hearing children do. Excellent. Well, I mean, that, that's brilliant. I mean, certainly the British Sign Language GS, GCSE sounds like an excellent thing, for certainly for, for deaf children, and uh, that could, could uh, have a lot of spin-offs in all sorts of different areas, couldn't it? Yes, absolutely. I mean, we find that hearing children really quite enjoy learning sign language when they get that opportunity. So it's, it's not something that's, that's exclusively used by deaf children. There's obviously a career in, in, ter- in BSL interpretation if you want to go into that. Um, and it is a national language. Um, so it, it is, you know, British Sign Language. It's different from other sign languages in other countries. And, you know, we should be proud of, our, uh, of this national language and, and, and offer it to children in schools. Absolutely. I mean, the only exposure I've personally had to that is when you sometimes see reports and there's somebody in the background doing sign language. Um, so I think it would be a lot, very useful if a lot of us actually learnt sign language because it could, could, you could communicate with a whole host of different people. That's right. Yes. And, and for the majority of deaf children, they're actually, um, they, they don't use sign language. But for those that do, it obviously offers all of that inclusion and opportunity to be involved in society. 
Excellent. And obviously the most important thing is how can people get in touch with you? I actually, uh, the reason I'm, I'm talking to you this afternoon was I was approached by one of your volunteers in the street um, for support, uh, to support uh, the National Deaf Children's Society, which I've, I'm currently doing. And uh, I think a lot of our listeners would like to help you. So maybe that's, that's really important, how they can get hold of you, sort of websites, things like that. How, how is that possible? Absolutely, and we'd be extremely grateful for any donations. Um, our website is um, www.ndcs, that's the National Deaf Children's Society, .org, .uk, and you can donate from that website. Um, and obviously, if there are any parents of deaf children out there that are hearing about us for the first time, please do get in touch. We've got a whole range of services we can offer to you. Excellent. And I also have another number, 020-7490-8656. Is that a, a general switchboard number for people yes, to contact you? That's right. And any which way you can. So if you can get in touch with us and you need to, um, or, or you'd like to donate, we'd be extremely grateful. Okay, well, I'll repeat that number. The number to get in touch with the National Deaf Children's Society is 020-7490-8656. So that's 020-7490-8656. And please visit their website. It's www.ndcs.org. UK. And one other number that I think would be very useful for parents with deaf children, as you previously said, Joe, is the number 0808 800 8880. That's 0808 800 8880. Well, Joe Champion, thank you very, very much for being on our show this afternoon we really appreciate it i wish you lots and lots of luck in all the great work that you do and uh, thank you very much for the national deaf children's society for coming on brooklyn's radio and uh, thanks very much indeed joe thank you very much for the time today it's really, a real really appreciate it. it's a real pleasure having you on my show thanks very much indeed thank you.